This is the Situation Update for Friday, August 6th, 2021. Wow. In just about a week, we have, I mean, next week, there's going to be so many things happening. August 11th begins the, the, the Cyber Symposium that's being broadcast by Mike Lindell. And I believe we're carrying that on Brighton.tv, although I haven't seen confirmation yet of the feed. We've got a FEMA emergency drill or, or something similar to that happening on the 11th. And then we've got Biden planning to announce a nationwide lockdown, you know, to finish destroying the economy of America. That's very likely to happen next week. And I just want you to think of the big picture here. They, the, the globalists who are trying to destroy humanity are also trying to control every resource that humanity needs in order to live. So you'll notice that Lake Mead is continuing to fall. And Lake Mead provides water to, I don't know how many millions of people or thousands of households or whatever it is, but you know it provides water to Las Vegas and, and many other cities and communities. I guess it would be hundreds of thousands of households. And it's running out of water. And then in Oregon, they're refusing to release water for irrigation. And in California, parts of it, they are saying no water for you, farmers, even going back who had water rights beginning in 1914. You know, folks, they're controlling the food supply. They're controlling the water. They're controlling speech through online censorship. They're about to have a global monetary reset so they can control the money supply with their new government-run, globalist-run, you know, crypto wallet. Well, it might not even be crypto, just a digital wallet run by the government or the central banks, they're, they're controlling everything, food, medicine, speech, even the power grid, the money supply, everything. And it's all about collapsing human civilization and causing mass death, but also in the meantime, causing a massive uprising against the authoritarianism of the governments of the world. So here's my prediction. Yes, food riots are coming. And water riots are coming. And you might say inflation riots are coming. But all over the world right now, even, well, especially in Australia, let me show you this footage from, from Melbourne here. But in Australia, the, the, the crowds are protesting the COVID tyranny. There are protests all over the UK, France, Germany, and many other countries around the world. Here, take a look at this, 30 seconds. This is Melbourne today. So there you go. You can see that uh, things are boiling over. People are tired of being told that you have to stay locked down when, you know, two people in the, the entire state are diagnosed with COVID using a fraudulent PCR diagnosis instrument. It, it's all BS. The people know it more and more. They're waking up and they're saying, this is insane. This is crazy. You can't just destroy our livelihoods and our businesses. I mean, New York City is a ghost town. And many other cities around the world, ghost towns, they're gutting human civilization. They're destroying everything all on purpose. And many people have had enough. But you see, folks, this is the plan. They are trying to achieve a global uprising, and they're doing it with intentional overreach. And I want to give you another example of this. Not just de Blasio in New York, as I covered yesterday where de Blasio has said, hey, if you're unvaccinated, then you're the new subhuman class. 
and restaurants can discriminate against you. They're, they're trying to turn all the restaurant owners into vaccine enforcers, right? They're trying to turn the gym owners in New York City into vaccine police. Uh, this is turning society against itself in order to cause an uprising, to cause violence. But check this out. Out of the New York Post, Australian authorities said they could ease a COVID-19 lockdown that demands uh, Sydney's 5 million people stay home if half the population is vaccinated. All right, so you understand what they're doing here. They're holding their own citizens hostage. They're saying that you've all been medically kidnapped. You're all being held hostage. You'll get your freedom back if 6 million of you agree to get shots. And then, of course, if 6 million people line up to get their death shots, then, of course, the authorities will say, well, turns out there's another variant that just got loose. Oh, what do you know? Uh, so now we need uh, we need 9 million people, you know, or whatever. We need another 5 million people to get vaccinated or you're going to be locked down again. And they're just going to keep upping the numbers, just like they're moving the goalposts in the United States and saying herd immunity doesn't apply at 70% anymore. Fauci says it's got to be 90%. Well, if you were ever to get to 90%, which won't happen, by the way, but if you got to 90%, Fauci would say, well, now it's got to be 95%. If you get to 95%, yeah, it's got to be 99%, you know, because the variants, don't you get it? It's the variants. <laughs> no matter what they want to do, no matter what tyranny. It's like, uh, we own your house. That's what the CDC says. No more private property. We own your house. Why? Uh, variants. Like they can just use this excuse. I mean, can you just walk up to a 7-Eleven and, and rob the place and hold out a gun? Hey, give me all the money in the register. And when the guy behind the counter says, why? You just say, variants. <laughs> you know, I mean, is, is, this, is this what the world has come to? No matter what tyranny the governments want to carry out against you? Oh, we're going to take all your money, all your savings account, all your retirement, all your private property. We're going to destroy your small business. We're going to steal everything you own. Uh, we're going to lock you down, make you a slave in your own house, and inject you with deadly depopulation bioweapons that are designed to kill you. And you ask why, and they say, well, variants, of course. Right, what, what, what do you think? It's, it's variants. How could you not know about the variants? We've been blasting it all over CNN all day. It's the variants. Give us your money. I guess you don't even need a gun if you're a mugger in New York City. Now, you just walk up to people. Give me all your money. Variants. <laughs> I mean, that's what de Blasio's doing. It's unreal. So when you have these governments, and in Sydney, Australia, what is this? The New South Wales state. I don't see exactly which, quote, authority in New South Wales is mentioning all this or, or asserting all this. But believe me. It's the same false authority that we see all over the United States with the CDC and everywhere else around the world, in the UK, all across the EU, and so on. All these authorities just saying, variants, give us your stuff. Uh, it, it's, it's crazy. And of course, they're printing money by the trillions in the US, which is also stealing purchasing power from you. But the, the big point here, what I'm trying to get to, is that these overzealous, overreaching assaults on human freedom it seems clear to me they're designed to invoke a mass uprising, a global uprising. They want people in the streets everywhere around the world. Because 
they're pushing such crazy, insane things. You know, coming out and saying, uh, you're all hostages now, and you're going to have to sacrifice a few million of your fellow neighbors, your, your Sydney, what would that be? Your Sydneyans, your fellow Sydney citizens, you're going to have to sacrifice a few million of them if the rest of you want to be free. So, so uh, who's going to take the shot? Who gets sacrificed first? That's the message. These are not reasonable demands. You know, this is not about public health, obviously. This is government tyranny, and it's designed to invoke a response, a backlash, massive crowds, massive uprising. Perhaps in some places, you know, citizens are going to get very aggressive with this. And I think the governments want that because they want to then paint all those people as, quote, anti-vaxxers and call them all terrorists. Even though, by the way, a lot of these people joining the protest now, it turns out, are people who have been vaccinated. And they're angry because they were lied to, and they're now starting to realize how the scam works. They're angry because they were told they would be free if they just took the vaccine. So they took the vaccine, and then guess what? They get locked down anyway. Or they get told you have to wear masks again. Oh, you have to shut down your business again. And they're thinking, but we got the vaccine. We did what you said. How come you're not setting us free? Um, Hey, the answer, folks, is because they were never going to set you free. They are holding you hostage. It's like if you get kidnapped in South America somewhere and the kidnappers, you know, call your family and they say, send us $100,000 if you want your, you know, your relative here to be free. And your family panics. Oh, my God. And they gather up $100,000 and they wire $100,000. And then the kidnappers, what do they do? They say, thank you for the down payment. Um, anybody who could come up with $100,000 that quickly probably could come up with $500,000. And that's what you need to send now. That's the price for freedom. And so your family scrambles and freaks out. Oh, my God, we got to come up with $500,000. Did we have uh, K&R insurance down there? No kidnapping and ransom insurance? Okay. So they scramble, scramble, come up with $500,000, send the 500K, and the kidnapper's like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you for the, uh, the second payment. You know, this is the way governments are operating now. You, <laughs> it's like, it's like a, a, a kidnapper's uh, a scheme of how to extract more power and money from the people. They're like, you're all going to be locked down unless you take the vaccine. Then you take the vaccine, and they say, that's awesome. Now, here comes the second installment called Delta. You're locked down again, unless you take another vaccine and do all this other stuff. So you do all that stuff because you, you think you want to be free. They say, the government says, that's awesome. Thank you for the second installment of uh, surrendering your power. Now there's a Lambda variant. And now you have to give us all this power yet again. So you do all that again. Because Please let us be free. We're so tired of playing Xbox in our living rooms. And then the government says, Oh, thank you for giving us all that power. This is so easy, they tell themselves. We never thought it would be so easy. Gosh, if we had known this, we would have launched, you know, a fake COVID a decade ago. Gosh, this is much easier than having to run for election and, and actually earn votes. We can just terrorize the people, terrorize them into giving up their power. Oh, guess what? Now here comes the Omega variant. And it's just going to continue, folks, until you stop allowing yourself to be terrorized by these criminals. These criminal governments all around the world who are functioning as medical kidnappers. Folks, you got to realize you, you can't appease the hostage takers by giving them more. You have to say no. You have to start saying, 
uh, no, you, you, you can't keep terrorizing us. And this is the most important global lesson that humanity apparently needs to learn right now is to stop surrendering your power to tyrants. Because for the most part, anybody who surrenders their power to tyrants is going to end up dead in all of this. And, and there are a couple of ways that's going to happen. One way, of course, is from the spike protein death shot injections themselves. And you'll notice that the FDA is now talking about how they're going to approve a booster shot in the USA, probably in September. So if you thought you were going to win your freedom by taking the shots that they have so far demanded, guess what? Oh, Big Pharma has a whole profit model, a whole a continuity of business scheme that involves you submitting to quarterly boosters and then monthly boosters. And then who knows what? Maybe, maybe you have to roll into the clinic once a week, you know, just to get updated against the latest what? Variants. They just have to scream the word variance, and then most people will do whatever they say. So you have to you have to walk into the pharmacy, strip naked, and then take ten shots in your butt. Why? Variance, of course. You can't say no. It's variance. Variance is the new power word. <laughs> but the second way they're going to kill a lot of people, and I guess there's more than one way. Obviously, they're going to kill, kill people with shots, and they're going to kill people with the collapse, the food shortages the financial collapse, the mass homelessness that they've put in place. They're going to kill people with the engineer collapse, you know, the water wars, the famine, you know, everything, the power grid failures. And then finally, there's one more way they're going to kill the masses. And that is by unleashing the military against the citizens in every country. They're gearing up to do this in America. When people start protesting in the streets, because of the overzealous lockdowns and tyrannical demands, people will start protesting nationwide. Biden will illegally unleash the military because he'll declare, well, he'll invoke the Insurrection Act. Remember that? That, that we had all hoped Trump might invoke, but he never did against the Black Lives Matter rioters and so on. But they'll use it against people who are demanding freedom. They'll invoke the Insurrection Act and they'll unleash the military in the United States and they'll declare anti-vaxxers to be enemy combatants on U.S. soil. And then they'll just unleash the military and mass murder the American people. This is going to happen in, in Canada against their own people and in Australia against their... I mean, heck, in Australia, they've already got the military running around with helicopters flying down the beaches. You will all be arrested. You know, go home. You have no freedom. This is Australia. <laughs> what, did you think this was Texas or something? Texas may be the last free nation in the world when this is all said and done, because I think Texas will have to eventually declare itself to be a sovereign republic. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Secession is definitely on the menu, probably all over the world. But they, they do plan to mass kill to mass exterminate their own citizens. And you might think, well, what evidence do you have of that? What are you talking about? Okay. Well, <laughs> if you go to the UK government website, and uh, th this happens to be the uh, find-tender.service.gov.uk, this is where they have contracts and, and 
descriptions of contracts. And there's a contract there called Temporary Body Storage Service. And this was uh, published on June 10th of 2021. And the reference number is 2021 slash S, as in Sam, followed by 000-013120. So you can look it up. And you can know I'm not making this up. In fact, there's even the email of the of the person at the Westminster City Council. <laughs> Just put his email in there. Oh, boy, that should be interesting. So what is this contract about? Well, let me just uh, read from the, quote, short description section of this contract. Here it is. Oh, this is worth six million pounds, by the way, six million pounds. The authority seeks to procure a framework agreement for temporary body storage in the event of an excess deaths situation for the 32 London boroughs and the city of London led by Westminster City Council. The framework agreement will appoint a single provider and will be for a period of four years. This will be a contingency contract. It says only called upon in the event that an excess deaths situation arises in the future. Oh, you, you mean, Oh, and existing local body storage capacity needs to be augmented. You see what they're saying here? They're going to kill so many people that the morgues will be overflowing with dead bodies. This is what they're saying. I repeat, they're going to kill so many people, either with the vaccines or with the military or with the starvation or, you know, the next bioweapon, whatever. They're going to kill so many people that the morgues will be overflowing with dead bodies. And this is all public record, this this whole uh, contract, six million pounds. That's how how many bodies, I mean, how big of a body storage place could you have available for six million pounds? I and mean, what would you, I guess you would rent some kind of large building and then turn it into a giant refrigerator, right? Or freezer. I don't know what temperature dead bodies have to be stored at, but. I'm sure you could find that out. <laughs> Just find out what the temperature is in the uh, Oval Office at the moment, because he's like a he's like an undead zombie walking around. I'm not I'm not sure that he he's a, a warm blooded mammal. But <laughs> joking aside, um, six million pounds it seems could build quite a large facility to store. I don't know, hundreds of thousands of bodies, perhaps in London. It's a Pretty big. What's the population of London? It's got to be more than 10 million people, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's between 10 and 15 million people. I mean, maybe not just London by itself, but if you include, you know, the close surrounding areas, it's got to be more than 10 million people. So if you're talking about hundreds of thousands of deaths, I mean, actually, it could be millions of deaths. It's just that they have to temporarily store hundreds of thousands of bodies before they can bulldoze them into a proper ditch. And, you know, set that ditch on fire, whatever they're going to do, like mass cremation. And and this, you're going to see this. Have you seen, you're going to see similar stories all around the world. Have you seen the videos on Brighton of people who work in uh, distribution warehouses and, and shipping companies? And they're posting videos about all these cadaver bags, pallets and pallets and pallets of essentially body bags being shipped. Uh, in the United States. So governments around the world are getting prepared for mass casualty events, happens to be the events that they themselves set into motion. 
which is mass injection with biological weapons, which it turns out uh, kills a lot of people. I mean, they built the weapon, they released the weapon, they're injecting the weapon, and now they're buying the body bags because they know what's coming because they did it themselves. They set it into motion. And they don't care how exactly they kill you. They can kill you with spike protein. They can kill you with starvation. They can kill you in the economic collapse, or they'll just shoot you in the streets. If you rise up and protest, it doesn't matter to them as long as they achieve their goals of killing billions of human beings who are living today. So, folks, I, I know I've said this before, but understand this is the end of the world as you know it. Not a cliche in, anymore. It's the end of the world. The world that you once knew. It's over. It's not coming back. And, and yet, even as we are now seeing so much evidence of this, it's right in our faces. I mean, who could be in denial at this point? Yet people still are. And this brings me to my second major point here of this podcast. The first point being that governments are now acting like uh, kidnappers and terrorists, holding people hostage. The second point is ignorance has consequences. And there are a lot of people who would rather remain ignorant. And you probably know some of these people because you probably tried to warn them. I have too. And there are people, you might mention something to them like, uh, hey, uh, we've got information about some major thing that's about to happen, like, like Biden announcing lockdowns, perhaps, or something similar, or you know, food shortages that are already in the pipeline that are going to be uh, seen at the grocery retail level throughout the remainder of this year and so on, food inflation and so on. You might, you might be talking to somebody and say, hey, some major events are coming. Would, would you like to know what those are going to be? Because it's going to impact your life. And the average person, whether it's an American or an Australian or uh, you know, a citizen in, in the European Union, wherever, wherever they are, the average person is going to say, uh, no thanks, I'm not interested. What they're really saying is that they don't want their comfortable, uh, oblivious artificial reality to be interrupted by your rude awakening. Your awakening is rude. You're saying scary things. They would rather remain ignorant because ignorance is bliss and they are comfortably numb. Comfortably numb, just, just like the Pink Floyd song. Comfortably numbed by the media, numbed by their mass medication lobotomized by the vaccines themselves, and then lulled into a sense of false security by social media, giving them, you know, biased messages that say, oh, if you've been vaccinated, you're just fine. You're going to have your freedom. You're going to be healthy. You're going to be okay. So they are lulled into oblivion. And it's from that place of obliviousness that they feel the most comfortable. But I'm here to say that ignorance has consequences because reality can't be negotiated with. When the water runs out of Lake Mead, you can't negotiate with the lake. Say, ah, I tell you what, Mead, tell you what, um, you give us back 10% of the water supply and you know, we'll we'll pray for you or something. You know, or we'll 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 erect a new um, monument in the name of Mead. You know, you can't negotiate with reality. Reality is, is cause and effect, except for divine intervention. 
which some of that's coming too. <laughs> and, and you can't even negotiate with God. You can just pray to God and actually just kind of beg for intervention, but you can't negotiate with God. You're like, tell you what, God, how about this counteroffer? No, God's not interested in your counteroffer. And Mother Nature is not interested in you know, how desperate you are because you failed to prepare. When the water runs out, people have no water. It's just common sense. When the food is no longer there, people starve. Cause and effect. Ignorance has consequences. Just like right now, people who are ignorant about vitamin D, which is the vast majority of people, there are consequences to that, which means you have a higher risk of infection, higher risk of hospitalization or death or, you know, just horrible immune function. Vitamin D deficiency is very common across the population. And so is really a deficiency in preparedness supplies. So people are deficient and they're ignorant. Now, they may be experts on whatever's happening at the Olympics, who cares, or experts on whatever's happening in the NFL or basketball, because human beings are very easy to whip into a, a tribal hysteria. Oh, we won. We won. What do you mean? We, who are we? You're not playing. You're, you're a lazy ass watching other people play and, and watching them wear a uniform that you don't even, it, it's not even, it's got nothing to do with you. You didn't win Jack. I mean, the only victory that you had was against that bag of Doritos. You devoured it. That's amazing. <laughs> or maybe not so amazing. You didn't win. But ignorance especially has consequences in times when history is rapidly uh, progressing with horrifying events. For example, going back to World War II, there were many early signs that Hitler was coming after the Jews, that he was going to target Jews for ethnic cleansing. Lots of early signs in the late 1930s. He was just working his way across the continent, carrying out mass genocide and death and so on. But a lot of people, even in that day, in that time, they wanted to stay ignorant because obliviousness was more comfortable just to imagine oh oh adolf couldn't be that bad they might say you know you're exaggerating how could there be gas ovens or you know cremation factories how could it couldn't be i heard that the trains are taking people to nice spas where there's like spring water you know what you know the, look this happened back then just as it's happening now genocide is here and the average american is like oh it couldn't be that bad uh yes it can you don't know you, you're you're oblivious to what's actually happening and remember what i've said recently that the tyrants of the world are moving so quickly that they're outpacing the ability of most people to adapt you know just to cognitively catch up to what's happening for example tucker carlson just said recently he did a piece on the cdc and the CDC's Walensky, uh, Rochelle Walensky, just asserted this completely unconstitutional power to now proclaim that there's no such thing as private property in America and that the CDC can now control all housing and rent and landlord uh, contracts and agreements just by decree, even though there is no such power granted to the CDC in any law nor any document, nor I mean, the Constitution, nothing. The CDC is just asserting this power, even though they have no such power. Nevertheless, they're getting away with it, and they're threatening landlords now with fines of $150,000 if they evict someone who hasn't paid rent for, what has it been, like a year now? 
maybe uh, something like that a long time. And so the CDC is basically just saying there's no longer private property in America. The house that you think you bought so you could rent it out to somebody so you could make rental income as a form of retirement. Oh, that house now belongs to us. Or as the old meme used to say, all your base are belong to us. So your house belongs to the CDC and your body belongs to big pharma. See, you see how quickly it happens. You don't own your house and you're, you're not allowed then to control it because remember, if you don't control it, you don't own it by definition. If the government controls it, then they own it, but you don't own your house anymore. And you don't own your body because they're going to say that you can't say no, that you must submit to their biological authoritarianism. Well, and pretty soon they're going to say you don't even own your money because the dollar is going to be deliberately collapsed and replaced by something else, and you're going to get royally screwed in that conversion process. So you don't own your house. You don't own your body. You don't own your money. You don't even own your democracy because the elections are rigged. You don't even own your country because they've destroyed that. What do you own? Well, as it turns out, the only thing remaining that you, the, the final thing that you own is your soul. And they can't take that from you. And maybe that's something good to focus on. Make sure that you get right with God here as these end times <laughs> encroach upon us. And they can't steal your soul. But I did an, an interview, you know, with Greg Caton and I interviewed with uh, Scott Kesterson. And one of the topics that came up during these conversations is, and this is this is the third big point of today's podcast, is that I think it was Caton who said this, that he believes that people who choose to take this vaccine are in effect surrendering their souls by forming a contract with Satan, allowing Satan to take their soul. Uh, because of what's in the vaccine. It's not just the spike protein, which is a kind of a, a nanoparticle representation of Lucifer, you know, with the luciferase enzyme in it and so on, and the patent number 666 and all this stuff. But it's also why they say you have to choose it, why they're not yet injecting you handcuffed or putting chains on you and forcibly injecting you. They're making you choose it. So when you make that choice, and you are tricked by Satan, you're, in essence, you're injecting yourself with something that disqualifies you from merging with God or joining God. You're going to be separated from God because you have now destroyed your body, which was created in God's image. Now you've insulted it with Satan's toxic death shot, and you've just made a deal with the devil. So as the theory goes, and you'll see this in the discussions of the, of the interviews as they're posted. Oh, and by the way, yesterday we posted my interview with Dr. Judy Mikovits, so don't miss that. It's up on the channel right now. But when, when they can convince you to make a choice to sacrifice your soul to Satan, then you're locked in. So right now, they're, they're, they try to incentivize you. You know, here, have this. You can have $100. Or they do a punishment, you won't be able to see the city or you'll have the key to the city if you take the vaccine. So these are Satan's tricks to try to persuade you into a contract with the devil, a, a literal cosmic karmic soul contract 
where you agree to sacrifice your soul for eternity because you wanted freedom for one year in New York City, which is a ghost town. Anyway, you've gained nothing and you've lost everything. So priority, protect your soul. And you protect your soul by respecting your body created in God's image, meaning you don't allow your body to be assaulted or insulted or poisoned with these toxic vaccines, even if they kill you in the process, even if they kill you, which of course you should resist that. But even if they put a gun to your head and say, choose the vaccine or we're going to pull the trigger. In my view and in Greg Caton's view, you should say, and again, you got to make your own choice, but I would say, you know, go F yourself. I'm with God. Go ahead and pull the trigger. You still can't kill my soul because you're not going to force me to choose to sell my soul to Satan. And as long as you never make that choice, I mean, if they forcibly inject you and say, ha we did it, pop, you know, here's a needle in your arm. Guess what? You're still with God. See, you haven't violated God. Yeah, they've poisoned your body and they may kill your body, but you have not sold your soul. So you see, that's the difference. If they come around and just inject you by force, you can, you can still go to heaven. If they come around and try to talk you into agreeing to an injection, you're going to hell. Or at least that's the thinking. Now, I know I've, I've approached this subject before and I've wondered, can people who have taken the vaccine based on misinformation, can they then ask for forgiveness from, from God and can they still be saved? I don't know the answer to that. I honestly don't know. I and ask your pastor if he's not working for Lucifer, which a lot of them are. So you, you got to be careful, but I don't know the answer to that. Maybe nobody does, but I'm personally not going to try to find that out. I'm, the, I'm just never going to consent to an injection, no matter what. I would rather, I would rather die with my soul intact than to be forcibly injected and, and be granted, you know, freedom for 30 days or whatever they're going to do and then end up losing, losing my soul. Now I want to mention here, just, just to change the subject and kind of wrap this up. I may have a, a shorter podcast today. Uh, this weekend, it's very important to focus on prepping. I believe we're running out of time. I really sense that strongly in watching what's happening in the world. You can see the escalation of the tyranny, as if it's all pointing to a, an imminent event, something big that's coming. And maybe it's what John Moore talked about, you know, the 10th planet, uh, planetary level extinction event, I'm not sure. Or maybe it's some globally organized mass extermination wave to just kill off billions of people by shooting them in the streets. You know, the government would do that. At this point, they're at war with humanity. There's no question now. They're not even pretending to respect the rule of law or respect human rights or anything. They are at war with you, whether it's the New York government or, you know, the U.S. federal government or the Australian government, or the U.K. government. It, they're all, they've declared war on humanity. Let there be no mistake at this point. We're running out of time. And we know that this is the advantage that, that you and I have. We know the vectors of their attacks. We know they're going to drive people to desperation by shutting off the food, the water, the power grid, the money supply, you know, telecommunication systems, 
on and on and on, all of these things. And thus, in order to insulate yourself as best you can from these events, you can continue to prep in those areas, you know, food, water filter, or water storage, you know, uh, emergency backup shelter. How are you going to live without electricity? You can have off-grid systems. You can have your, you know, solar power generator or whatever. And I've mentioned uh, one of our sponsors over and over again, the satellite phone store, backup communications. Uh, you can get information at sat123.com, satellite phone store. When the grid goes down and the cell towers go down, you can still make phone calls and they even have solutions for bandwidth. You know, you can still have off-grid bandwidth to try to check if there's any websites functioning after they nuke the planet, whatever they're going to do. So all these solutions, and you know, I'm an advocate of gold and silver when the money supply or before the money supply creators, I'm an advocate of growing some of your own food to have off-grid food. I'm an advocate of preparedness and emergency storage for medicine, communications gear, radios, uh, legal firearms and ammunition and uh, binoculars, thermal scopes, night vision gear, you know, uh, perimeter security devices, spotting devices, and so on. So you can be secure in your area. You can have radios so you can have communications with your neighbors, and you can have a community defense for mutual safety and so on. All of these things are things that we've all got to be thinking about right now. And don't forget, if you haven't heard my book yet, The Global Reset Survival Guide, you can download that whole book for free, the audio book. It's at globalreset.news. Or when it comes to food and medicine and superfoods and nutrition for survival, I've got the book that's also free. It's called Survival Nutrition. And you can download that at survivalnutrition.com. And I have uh, mentioned I'm working on a third book about resilience, and I haven't made much progress on that book yet. And now I'm wondering if I'll ever have time to do it at all. I'm not sure. We may be completely offline, all of us, before I have a chance to get that book out. But I suspect, I suspect that most of you, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you are so much better prepared than most other people in the world that you won't have to be a victim of ignorance. You will actually be empowered by your knowledge and your investment in preparedness. And I just want to encourage you over this weekend to really use it for that preparedness. The oblivious people are going on vacation. You know, they're taking trips. They're uh, scheduling parties and TV specials and things like that. That's what oblivious people do on a spare weekend. Survivors, you know, people who want to make it through this, use the weekend for preparedness and planning and shoring up with additional supplies and getting ready. And that might be just a local trip you know, to your big box store and you're stocking up on extra, I don't know, whatever you need, extra food, extra personal care supplies, extra paracord. I don't know. It's up to you. Extra fishing hooks. If you've got a nearby fishing hole and that's going to be one of your off-grid food sources, whatever it is, use this time wisely because time is seriously running out. I can sense it every day. Time is running out for all of humanity. And the powers that be have made absolutely sure of that. Things are going to happen, I believe, even just next week, things are going to happen that will prove to you they have no intention of letting humanity make it through this alive. They, they are desperately trying in every way possible to mass exterminate as many people on this planet as they can get away with. 
And you're going to see more signs of that next week. And those of you sitting on the fence, if there's anybody out there, maybe you've been listening to this as a form of entertainment because I, you know, sometimes it can be, you know, entertaining to listen to. Uh, you got to get off the fence. This, this is not a joke. This is not, uh, you know, you're going to lose your life, your, your country, your world, your civilization. If we don't rise up peacefully and stop these tyrants from destroying everything. And right now they seem to have all the power. They control all the speech. They control the media. They control the governments. They control the military. They control the quote science journals, everything. They fake the PCR test. They're going to fake, you know, more false flag attacks soon. They control everything at the moment, but they can't control a peaceful uprising of tens of millions or billions of people around the world. And that's the answer is to peacefully take to the streets and say, enough is enough. Hell no, no more. You can't make us a prisoner in our own homes. You can't lock us down. It is time, friends, to peacefully rise up and take to the streets and push back against this tyranny and this widespread authoritarianism. But just remember my rules. Don't bring weapons to the protests. Understand they will set up false flag operations and they'll try to blame it on you. So don't trespass into buildings because that's a trap. And don't let anybody talk you into doing anything radical because that's an FBI agent, just an undercover FBI person, you know, who come up to you and say, hey, buddy, you want to you want to throw bombs over the wall or whatever? You know, <laughs> you just, uh, you just, no, no, thank you. Uh, you know, I know you you work for the FBI. Good luck. <laughs> you terrorist. Yeah, but that's what they do. They run up to you and say things like that. You just got to understand what's happening and say no. So use this time wisely, folks, and, and recognize that you're going to be surrounded by oblivious people as this all starts to hit the fan, which seems rather imminent at this point. And whatever you think you need to acquire, you need to get it on the way now or get it into your house now the time's time's almost gone. I don't know how long we have days, weeks, maybe a few months, but I don't think any longer than that. I, I'm not sure we make it to Christmas of this year without major systems breaking. I don't know. Use the time wisely. And if you want to support our operations, of course, uh, check us out online store. It's healthrangerstore.com and uh, continue to watch videos at brighton.com. And August 24th, we're launching Brighton.tv, which has, oh gosh, an amazing list. Let's see. Uh, some of the guests, uh, some of the hosts, excuse me, on Brighton.tv are uh, Sheriff Richard Mack, Stu Peters, uh, Bishop Leon Benjamin, who I've interviewed, uh, Jeffrey Prather, um, the Matrix Groove radio show, uh, Clay Clark, Pastor Greg Locke, Dr. Eric Napute, the, the, the chiropractor. Uh, gosh, who else? Dr. Stella Emanuel, Scott Kesterson, Ann Vandersteel, uh, Bradley Dean of Sons of Liberty Radio, Robert Scott Bell is on the network as well, and many other hosts. It's going to be incredible. All that starts August uh, 24th, and we'll see. We'll just see how long we can broadcast until the whole system craters. You know, I mean, I'm talking about civilization. I don't know how long this lasts, but we're going to broadcast while we can. Use the weekend wisely. I send prayers and blessings your way, and I thank you for all the prayers that you're sending my way. I do feel blessed, and I feel your protection. And I know that God is on our side, 
because we are on his side. We're on the side of humanity, of life, of truth, light, compassion, healing, health, everything. That's us. The enemy is about death and deception and lying and murdering, uh, aborting, destroying. That's all they do. They are demons. They're working for Lucifer and they will be defeated. The time has come now. Join the fight now peacefully. Rise up with God and defeat the Satanism that threatens our world today. That's my message for you. God bless you. Have a great weekend. I'm Mike Adams, the Health Ranger. Thank you for listening. A global reset is coming, and that's why I've recorded a new nine-hour audiobook. It's called The Global Reset Survival Guide. You can download it for free by subscribing to the naturalnews.com email newsletter, which is also free. I'll describe how the monetary system fails. I also cover emergency medicine and first aid and what to buy to help you avoid infections. So download this guide. It's free. It's my gift to you simply because I want like-minded people to survive. As the NGO she spoke of, the International Union of Socialist Youth. The member knows how to use Wikipedia. Well done. Has talking to international comrades helped her with her small business policy development in New Zealand? I cannot say anything. Comrades, the party leader, our comrades, and comrades, not only the secretariat, but our UC Presidium who stand behind me. Comrades, as we leave this festival, remember that you have comrades around the world. Comrades, the second thing. And as long as we come together as comrades and our LGBT comrades, but the third thing, comrades, comrades, it was Yusin who went to the Socialist International and said to our mother parties, it is time the Polisario was recognised by our own family. Comrades, so comrades, comrades, then and only then will we win the war. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, is our great leader, Comrade Jacinda Ardern, Prime Minister of New Zealand.